Hello, and welcome to Here's a Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Hey. <laughs> We're watching uh, The Love is Blind on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's it looks like a juicy one so far. Yeah. They're, they're in Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're in Dallas, but... Um, but yeah, so this one we're going to be um, talking a little bit about uh, episode, oh, excuse me, season three, episode two, mm. right? So um, yeah, and it's it's a it's a pretty good show. I like yeah. it. It's it's interesting to see humans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that, you know, so for people that don't watch the show, you know, we'll try to also touch on topics that are universal, mm-hmm. right? But, but I'd like the way the show is set up because again, they kind of walk through like the whole when they first meet mm-hmm. and they first start interacting and then when they move into dating yeah. and they move into a more serious relationship, engagement, and then eventually marriage. Is there any other show on Netflix that's similar? Because I feel like all of the dating reality shows, it's just certain parts, but this is like from the beginning meeting till the wedding. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, is there any other show like that? I, I don't know. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I'm assuming maybe that's the kind of the same, except there's one dude and oh. like a bunch of girls. <laughs> Doesn't the bachelor end though when he like they propose or when something? He, when he gets unbachelored, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if they go through with the wedding part. I think it's just. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Well, I, I, I never, I've never seen it. I never understood that show, and I didn't understand why people were so fascinated by it. Oh, Even yeah. the Bachelorette, it's yeah. like a bunch of guys because they know that. Let's say it was a Bachelorette. I know that there's like ten other dudes dating her at the same yeah. time, and like I don't know, that just seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I know people date. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing with it, with Love is Blind when we see like the, you know, when they go to the quarters and they're talking and they're both dating someone or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's awkward. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause you know, they're listening in, even though you're across right. the room and you're like, I love this. It's like, <laughs> well, that's my man. And even, even with that, like, I think that's one of the reasons why it's probably a bad idea to date somebody like that you work with because they're going to talk, <laughs> guys talk and girls talk. And yeah. so like... You probably would come up in a conversation, and let's say you've dated multiple people in mm-hmm. the office. You're like, oh yeah, that girl over there. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Has she done this? Because oh. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know more about workplace relationships, we did do an episode in the past on not safe for work. So <laughs> no, yeah, it's 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 just not a good idea in general. But yeah. but anyway, so on this one, um, the it starts out with uh, Brennan mm-hmm. and Alexa seeing each other for the first time. So I guess he had engaged, mm-hmm. he had proposed to her and they got engaged and they saw each other for the first time. I think, and I still kind of go back to online dating mm-hmm. or even even if you meet people organically, like let's say you meet them in a bar, it's that first time that you see them. Yeah. There's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's different for everybody. Yeah. There's people that I've seen for the first time and I thought, eh, mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> And then it turned into something, and then there's people that I've um, that I saw for the first time and thought like, "Wow, that's yeah. she's amazing." <laughs> well, it's weird too, like online dating. Like nobody ever looks like their profile pictures, and so no, like they don't. You don't really know. I mean, let's say even if you don't like filter and all that, I'm just saying like normal photos. But seeing someone in real life, you know, they're moving around, their mannerisms and all that kind of stuff. It's so different. Oh yeah, oh yeah. To be animated, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which um. And I will say this, on some of the dating apps, they do now have where you can put video and stuff. 
Now, even at that, they still have filters on them, so mm-hmm. they're still whatever. But you can certain dating apps. You, That's you can probably actually really helpful. I would like to see that. I mean, yeah, it gives you a, a, a better, a better. I don't know, holistic picture of them. Yeah. I guess if you will, for sure. And on, on some of them too, they have like the voice. You can actually do like little voice memos on there, and that's always interesting because you can see their picture, mm-hmm. and then they'll have like a little blurb, or they'll ask them a question like, "What's your favorite food?" or "What's one thing that you wouldn't know about me?" And so it, mm-hmm. it's like maybe twenty seconds, yeah. But you hear a voice, and you can attach that to the face. Have now. you ever done that? Uh, posted a video or, yeah. or record? No, oh, I, okay. I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to know who I am, you just listen to the podcast, right? That's true. <laughs> That's my that that well that was anyways. That was the way I would do it. It's like, yeah, I just go listen to the podcast. But um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, again, meeting somebody for the first time, it's always exciting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't know, it's it, it's a range, right? Sometimes it's like meh. And other times it's like, oh my gosh, and then other times it's kinda like, okay. All right, let me kind of get used to it. (laughs) Well, we talked about that a long time ago. We talked about like pheromones and the smells and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's what feels like maybe makes it different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the height and like everything, everything makes a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you go for a hug, like where do I, where's my head fit, right? It's like, where's this puzzle piece going to end up? But yeah, that's why again, you know, you know, back in the day when I was on the dating uh, apps or whatever, I would always put on there my actual height Mm -hmm. because I don't want to surprise anybody. It's like, I'm five five. <laughs> That's good. You shouldn't lie on your And I'm every bit of five five. Even if, and I've been tested on that before. They're like you're not five five, and I get a little like a ruler or uh-huh. like measuring tape thing, uh-huh. and be like, no, look, see, I'm five five. Wait, they had measured you like your mommy yeah, when you were I, little. I measured it. I was like, look, because they were like, no, you're you're not. And I'm like, I am. And so I brought it out. And I was Did, like, were they thinking you were shorter? I think so. Oh, or I think what they were at the time. Uh, she was like, well, I'm five five. And I feel like I'm taller than you. I was a bit, you're not, but okay, let's let's mm. bring out the measuring tape and let's do it. So, mm. but you know, again, I don't mind being shorter, but I know some women for whatever reason, yeah. they have a get up about that. Yeah. I have a friend at work that just the other day, uh, I was wearing heels. I wear heels every day, but mm. they weren't like on a platform or whatever. And we stood up and he was like, oh, I'm taller than you today. I was like, no, bro, like you're not. <laughs> And then we had to, do, like, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. And so we had to do the thing where we stood with our backs to each other and had someone else say, no, Robbie is taller. I'm like, sorry that And in all luck. fairness, I'm also older. And so as you get older, I hear that you shrink. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. My parents have definitely shrunk in a little do bit. Do they really? So I'm going to shrink even more? Is that what you're yeah. telling me? You're going to be like two foot tall by the time <laughs> I'm going to be a hobbit before. But I tell you what, though, I, every time I do bump into another guy that's shorter than me, it does make me feel a little bit like, all right, sweet. Like, I'm, at least I'm taller than this guy. Like, for whatever else, I'm taller than this guy. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's I, I will say this, being short has its uh, privileges, to be honest with you. I, I, like what? Well, um, in, in an airplane, you don't have to worry about it too much because you get all the leg room you want because you're short. So like you cross your legs and you just hang out. You can, um, trying to think of other stuff. Yeah, whenever you're in a tight spot, um, it's just easier. It's, it's like just, if you have a big vehicle, parking is difficult. Yes, like, it's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can fit in the compact car space. <laughs> It is, it is. So, but, uh, but anyways, enough about my, my vertically challenged <laughs> self here. 
Um, so with that, so the other part that came up was uh, Colleen. I wanted to talk about Colleen. Mm. Um, so Colleen had gotten, so Colleen is the um, ballet dancer. Yes, in case right? you guys didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, for anybody that's not watching it, she's a ballet dancer. She's like small. She's cute. You know, all that good stuff, whatever. And she got rejected by two dudes, mm-hmm. right? One of them was Brennan and I believe the other one was Cole. Yeah. Yeah, Cole rejected her. Okay. So they rejected her for for different reasons. Brennan is kind of already really head over heels over uh, Alexa. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was an easy like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, it gonna... wasn't really about Colleen. It was just like I've right. found yeah. this other person. Exactly. So he's just being honest like, hey, this is where it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. Cole, however, is different because – and I have a lot of – I have a lot of <laughs> uh, feelings about Cole. Because <laughs> Cole is something else. Cole is – what women want initially, but I think Cole is not long term. It's very difficult. Yeah, because he's super playful. He's he a wants child. To have, he wants to have fun. <laughs> he does. And but and, and don't get me wrong. At the very beginning of dating, I think that's a that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But as you move forward, it can be it can be difficult. Yeah. Because yeah, because again, they're, that's just their nature. They want to play. They want to have fun. They don't really. But and this was the weird part. Apparently. He had rejected her because he thought that she wasn't too serious because she didn't want to get too deep or intimate or whatever, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. But nevertheless, Colleen was, you know, she was rejected, right? Mm -hmm. So then she starts talking to Matt. Uh And see, this is, again, this is where I'm I'm at with that, right? Because this happens in real life. Let's say you do get rejected by other people. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Yeah. It sucks, right? I don't care who you are or whatever. It sucks. You can be the most beautiful person on the earth or, you know, not so much. Right? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It still hurts. But I think it's always dangerous whenever you have been rejected like that to just keep on keeping on. Yeah, it feels like she's just trying to stay on the show. It's like, where, <laughs> where's Mr. Goodbar? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to find somebody... Well, yeah. Which, I don't know, it's kind of almost like uh, in a mini short term, it's like a rebound. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. But it's just like a three hour rebound. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's And that's what I like about the show is that it condenses things. Yeah. Because if you were to play that out into weeks, like it would be the same thing though. Right. She would be right back on the horse, right? Mm. Most people do that. Let's say they, they get in a breakup almost immediately they go back out there on the dating sites and try to get back out there. Yeah. And especially, well, not especially, everybody has their friends that tell them, like, come on, let's let's get back out there, man. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever that saying is, right? But it's really, honestly, it's bad advice. It really, <laughs> really is. It In the short term, I think it works, but long term, you're going to run into problems. Yeah. That's that's my personal opinion. I don't yeah. know how you feel about it. I think people need a little time to process stuff yeah. like that. Well, I but. think she it seems like um she's somebody that takes it way too personal. Like I said, it's not really so much about her. Well, maybe for the Brennan part, but like when you get rejected in real life, you know, it's we can't help it. We always immediately go to what's wrong with me. We mm-hmm. always do that, but that's not always the case. It's really messed up. <laughs> I agree. I'm laughing, but I agree. I think it's not always the case. Although I think it's a good time to reflect a little bit. Yeah. Because there might be something that you're doing that might be off-putting to people. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. If you're one of those people that are, you know, you're comfortable in your own skin and you're like, hey, this is who I am, love it or leave it. 
then great. You know, keep on going forward. But if there's something about you, if you're getting that feedback, they're, they're, again, like with Brennan, he just basically said, I'm in love with somebody else. There's nothing right. you can do about that. Like right. you might as well just call it quits. But the other one, when Cole was talking about it, he was just like, hey, you're not that deep, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That's something to take away because he's given her feedback. And don't, again, if she's if she's aware of that and she's okay with it, then again, go forward. But if she's like, yeah, I don't want to come off like that mm-hmm. or that's not the way I want to be perceived, what am I doing to give off that vibe, right? Then it might be something like, okay, let's see if we can change that. Well, up I a give her bit. credit, I guess, for being honest. You know what I mean? She wasn't trying to pretend that she likes that, and then let's say, you know, if they moved forward or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I give her credit for that, but you know, it's hard. She's really young, and I think we don't really know who we are at twenty-five, and. I don't know. <laughs> we don't? Well, then why don't I we didn't. get married? <laughs> That's a perfect time to get married since we don't know who we are. <laughs> Let's make a life commitment yeah. at that point. <laughs> I'm curious. I really don't know. I need to look up like the poll. Like what's the average age that people are getting married today? First or second time? <laughs> The first time. Okay. The first time I would say it's very young because Cole was married. That's true. Right? Yeah. I mean, he, he brought that For up. like he two was, months or something. <laughs> <laughs> he married a stranger. He's like, yeah, we knew each other for two months. Then we were together for four months and we got to like, like. <laughs> and he's like 24, 25, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so he's already lived a life. He's got his first one out the box. He's good to go. That's going to be hard being already divorced at 24 or whatever it was. I'm laughing, but I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to Yeah. But, you know, Cole, Cole has some experience now. He, he knows yeah. some stuff. He's been married. Uh-huh. You know, you're talking to a divorcee. Yes, you are. <laughs> and he learned. He's more playful now. He wants to have fun and yeah. stuff. So, but, uh, but with that, right, so Colleen uh, goes on a date with Matt, mm-hmm. right? And Matt, because he's like an aerospace engineer or something yeah. like that, like he's got like a real, real VP job. of aerospace yeah, engineer. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's clarify that for just a second. Sorry. Do you know mean to take any away from Matt? Sorry, Matt. But yeah, he's a VP of aerospace something, something. I don't know. It sounds fancy and I'm sure it took a lot of yeah. degrees and I'm sure he's- Please didn't say you know. analyst I mean, or <laughs> consultant. It's, that's good. No, no, no. He's a, he's a VP. He's a, he's a real deal. Um and I got to be honest with you, when I first saw Matt, I don't know, there was just, um, he he really has this uh, average Joe kind of vibe Very to him. basic. I mean. Poor Matt, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, oh. we're all thinking it. No, we're not. Even her, she's like, wait, there was one guy here that liked me. What was his name? <laughs> like. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's horrible. That's so average Joe is what I was gonna say. Okay. He comes off as a very average Joe kind of guy. Um, and there was just something about him. I, I got to be honest with you. When I when I first saw him, I was like, mm, mm, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just uh, again, he just comes off very average Joeish, yeah. right? Which is not a bad thing. That's 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 a good thing. But again, he has a real job and everything, so. Um, good for him. But he starts, uh, <laughs> they start talking. Um, and then, of course, he starts, you know, they talk about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you know, the the words that I think every woman wants to hear, which uh, I think he says something along the lines of like, you're perfect. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I could bend this way. He's like, perfect. <laughs> no, that wasn't exactly. Because they were talking. Because she was. They were talking about vulnerability, and they had shared a few things, and that was the other part, right? So, whenever you do share a past trauma with somebody, you never know, and it is them being where they can't see each other. It's mm-hmm. hard, but at the same time it does allow you to be a little more free because if you're talking to somebody and they start wincing or they start making weird mm-hmm. facial expressions, then you might want to cut that conversation short, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. But because you can't see each other, you, you know, you, you keep moving forward or whatever. And so he was sharing some past traumas and she was, you know, sharing her insecurities about, you know, being rejected or whatever. And he's all like, oh no, you're perfect and <laughs> you're wonderful. <laughs> Why are you laughing when I say because that? I just, I don't know. <laughs> Robbie, you're perfect. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't feel good to hear. <laughs> it feels great. And Colleen was drawn to that. And I and I give her props. Like, you know, well, she's she, also in a very vulnerable position too, being on the rebound, I guess. Well. The first guy that comes along that says you're perfect. Well, like, I'm in it. And that's, that's my point with Colleen. It's too soon. Yeah. I know they only have like what a week or two or whatever they're going to yeah. be in those pods, but it's too soon because yeah. you're already in a vulnerable spot. You mm-hmm. already feel a certain kind of way about it or whatever. Yeah. Now you're, somebody's being nice to you. Yeah. It's like if you, if you were in a, and I'm not saying this was the case, right? But it's, if you were in a bad relationship or an abusive relationship, whether it's physical or even verbal, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden a guy comes along and he's nice. Mm. Like you're going to be like super drawn to that. Like, oh, this is, this feels good. Yeah, (laughs) You're telling me that I'm great the way I am instead of critiquing me like my other boyfriend or girlfriend is doing. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah, it hits you differently. I had that once before where I had gotten out of a really toxic relationship and the next person I met was just super nice and it just like... It felt really good. I was like, this is this is the way it should be. <laughs> like You were a Colleen. <laughs> I was. I was. Oh, and you were about like probably dancer around too. twenty-five too, actually. <laughs> like I don't remember how old I was, but yeah. No, but, but you know, and I, I will say this much. It's it's I've always been amazed uh just how far a kind word will go. Yeah. Believe it or not. Especially if you're having a bad day. I and mean, it doesn't have to be in a romantic setting. You just, you just be having oh, a bad day. for sure. And somebody says something nice to you, all of a sudden it just like, it, it can potentially turn around your day. I'll do that to like my friends and family. Like sometimes you send them a random text. It's like, hey man, I'm thinking about you yeah. or whatever. And then they're, they come back and be like, if you knew what I dealt yeah. with today, like this really means yeah. a lot. Like sometimes yeah, it really, I remember there was one time I was going through a really rough, patch in my life and out of the blue my sister had sent me like this care package and it was like this box and she just put a bunch of fun things in it mm-hmm. and it just made me cry because it was like I really needed yeah. that like just that someone loves me yeah. and she didn't know what I was going through right, she right, just right. but yeah. yeah but sometimes I don't know maybe the universe knows yeah and it, it kind of works sends you a little angel yeah <laughs> <laughs> Via text now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. In how they the did form it of a VP aerospace yeah. engineer or whatever. <laughs> but but all in all, you know, I think, you know, and I don't know where it's gonna go, but Matt seems like a pretty genuine guy. He seems uh like he has his life together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I don't know. We, we we're we're starting to get to know Matt. We don't know. Yeah. I probably we probably know Colleen more yeah. than we know Matt because Matt hadn't really gotten any attention. Yeah, up until all he's this doing point. is giving Colleen compliments. <laughs> All he's been doing thus well, far. Well, and I'll and I'll get to that, right? Because 
Um, well, before we get to that, uh, well, you know what? I'll stick on the same topic. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to jump around, so it's not in chronological order, yeah. but but uh, Bartise and Raven. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with Bartise and Raven, um, they they look like they should be together, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. right? They they honestly they look like brother and sister a little. I bit. mean, no, no, no. I mean, I, I'm 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 liking the high top fade, the kid and play. <laughs> oh, right? really? I, I don't. <laughs> Everybody goes through phases. I know, Everybody, but if he just a, had normal hair, he's like, got to get that out of his system. He's got to get that out know, of his system. I know, but like, doesn't he have a, like a professional job? Like, they're totally fine with him. He's an like, accountant. Yeah, nobody cares about that anymore. Oh, I like, guess. You see accountants and people working in banks with green hair and all that stuff. Nobody green cares at the bank. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe not at the tellers, but okay. you know, but, but in the bank itself, you can't you know tell people you can't work here because you have green hair. You know, well, you're handling a, my money and you got <laughs> like green hair. Well, I mean, he, he's got a high top fade. He's got the kid in play. He wants to go <laughs> yeah. through this. It's a phase. Uh-huh. 20 years from now, he's going to be like, yes, that was the dorkiest looking <laughs> thing I've ever done in my life. But I did it and own it. Yeah. And it is what it is. But you have to get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. We've all had hair phases that we go through. Bangs and the like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everyone's had bangs. Blondes, brunettes, when you change your hair, like everybody goes through their phases and that's part of it. He's going through a phase. Yeah. Because it won't last forever. There's no way he's going to keep that haircut for the rest of his life. What if he did? What if he was like 50 and he still, would you judge Not even get him play? No. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'll be like, you're consistent, bro. But not even a kid from kid and play. He doesn't even have it anymore. He cut it all off because yeah. he was just like, yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, you just go with it. <laughs> I wish I could do braids. If I could do braids, I would rock braids. I just I'll can't, braid your hair. No, I can't do braids. I just I'll give you some cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cornrows another one. I wish I could do, but I can't pull. You that can. Off. You I have cannot. plenty of hair. I cannot. <laughs> but but <laughs> nevertheless, so what happens with so Bartis is, um, you know, he's liking two women mm-hmm. at the same time, and so. Raven and him, um, they look like, again, they can't see each other, so they have no idea. But he kind of senses yeah. that he, she's the type of gal that he would like. Yeah. And she kind of also kind of feels the same way. Kind of like, yeah, he's kind of that. Yeah, they share the fitness thing. So they know they're probably yes. very fit. Yeah. They have, a, they have that in common. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I exercise every now and again. Mm-hmm. But, and I've dated women that exercise a lot. Uh-huh. It, it doesn't work out. <laughs> you're like, can we order pizza tonight? You're exactly, like, and they're like, mm, not broccoli and chicken. Yeah, it's 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 weird, but it just doesn't work yeah. out because that is a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it really truly is. And for Raven, that's part of what she. That's part of her um, her job, right? Her career, or whatever, right? She's a yeah. Pilates instructor. Yeah, so she does it on the regular, but she does do that thing. So when they're talking. And they, you know, he's trying to be serious. She starts getting, I guess, fidgety. Uh-huh. And I think we've all kind of felt that. And, and being as how she's super fit, she starts walking around. Uh-huh. And I guess she brings like exercise stuff with her inside the pods when mm. she's talking. So she's walking around trying to do like jumping jacks and like like doing stretches and poses mm. and everything. So at the same time, so Barty starts going in and he starts getting really serious about it. So he's talking to her about an experience with... His mom and his dad mm-hmm. and his mom's ex lover. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean. <laughs> Did you say they were in Mexico? They was like, the guy was like a Spanish singer? Some or sort of resort, someplace. Well, oh. supposedly they went back to her hometown. Oh, oh, that's right. And when they went back to her, I'm listening. You okay? <laughs> Were you exercising? 
You were out there. I was doing jumping jacks like with Raven. Raven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, apparently he, um, they went back to wherever she's from and she was kind of showing people around, blah, blah, blah. And then this guy, this singer guy comes mm-hmm. up and starts going, doing a lot of extra stuff for her. Mm-hmm. And I guess the dad figured it out pretty quick. And then she kind of came clean and was like, hey, yeah, he used to be. But didn't they say that that ended their marriage? Yeah. But but she wasn't having an affair with this guy. It was just she don't dated matter. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> okay. So like I didn't understand that. It was like Really? You don't understand. So she it. saw an ex and then mm-hmm. the guy her husband was like, I'm getting divorced. Like what is I don't I, think, I didn't understand. I think it was and I don't know. This is pure speculation. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think what probably ended up happening is she didn't tell him ahead of time that they were together. And the the dad probably didn't know to the extent how serious that relationship was. And so now he's there. And the fact that he's doing all this stuff, he's going to feel a certain kind of way about it, which again, and, and again, I don't know, it's pretty speculation, but we've talked about this in the past mm-hmm. where you should give people a heads up. Mm. If I was, it, maybe it depends on the yeah. situation, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're if you're going to go to an event or go to some place where you know your ex is going to be there, mm-hmm. if your romantic partner knows that that was your ex, you got a better chance as opposed to not telling them. Mm-hmm. I know we've had our differences of opinion on there, <laughs> because the way I kind of feel about it is that if you find out afterwards, yeah, you're going to feel kind of dumb. And most people kind of do be like, well, I wish I would have known. So then I could have acted accordingly. But because I didn't, now all of that makes sense. Because let's say I, w- I went someplace and I brought my my romantic partner and my ex is there and she's acting all kind of weird mm-hmm. and maybe being extra flirty or doing all that. My girl's going to be like, hey, what's going on? Right. And if I didn't tell her ahead of time, by the way, we used to date, she's going to really... If after that she's gonna be like, yeah. hey, he was she was being extra nice, and then I'll be like, well, you know, we kind of dated after. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> she's get it. gonna blow I, up. Yeah, I wouldn't be in love with it, but I'm just saying that Barty saying that that's why they got divorced is probably in his little kid mind when he was little. Probably right. thinks that that, but that can't yeah, I, be. No, I'm sure it's more complex. Yeah, than that, but sure. when he said that, I was like, wait, that's the reason I got divorced. I was like, that doesn't make any yeah, sense. Man, exes, man, exes have a way of coming back and destroying stuff. And so, yeah, they do <laughs> leave us alone. <laughs> we I don't mean, want to hear from you happened. anymore. But here's, here's the deal, right? It's a very, it was a very compelling story mm. and it really could have generated a lot of conversation. And if you really mm. wanted to know Bartiz a little bit more, that would have been a perfect opportunity to go and do a deep dive. Right. Instead, Raven's like, oh, that's not so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she Checking wasn't, her heart she, rate. she clearly wasn't paying attention to the story. Yeah. And if she was and said, oh, that's not that bad because she just, talked about or he just talked about how this event Mm -hmm. contributed to the demise of their marriage. (laughs) And she was like, oh, that's not so bad. (laughs) Really? That's what you're, I'm over here pouring my heart out and you're not listening to me. Nothing is worse than you being vulnerable like that or Mm -hmm. sharing uh, an important story like that to a person that could care less about Oh, that's like the worst feeling. That's what it made me think of too, of like if I was ever, or, you know, either we were, trying to have a conversation about our relationship and you seem so bored or you're yawning or -hmm. you're looking around or whatever. But even if you're going through something, even like Vartis, like if I'm telling you a personal story, Mm -hmm. eye contact, like you need to be engaged with your partner. At minimum, yes. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who don't. And it's, 
which yeah. is why he got so emotional. He know, got pretty like, upset, as as would I. I yeah. mean, that's what happens. But but I think it goes somewhat deeper than that. Mm. And this is what I kind of feel like. So then she, Raven, has a date with SK. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know, maybe the vibe was different because she was finally sitting down. Mm-hmm. So she was interacting with SK and SK was, was you know, talking. But what SK did that I found that sometimes works, <laughs> and I would say it works, I don't know, maybe about 99% of the time, is he made it about her. Mm. And as soon as you make it about her, it's the same thing that Matt did. Matt did the exact same thing, said, mm-hmm. you're perfect. So SK was telling Raven like, oh, you're such a wonderful person. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. I can't believe you're such an amazing person. And all of a sudden, she's in. So do you, do you think that Bartise was, was he talking too much about himself? Like before the, the story about his past, but like, is that why, or do you think that she kind of knew that he was like, yeah, he's probably got muscles and this and that, but she, I feel like she may have known that there wasn't an emotional something with him because she could care less about really engaging. No, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. She was, she only became engaged when SK made it about her. Mm. Then all of a sudden, so I think, and this is what I think, and maybe it's because, and again, this is purely speculation, I don't know. <clears throat> Raven being uh, a very, very beautiful woman, she is mm-hmm. a really attractive woman, right? So she probably hears guys talk about themselves all the time, yeah. especially if she's going out with a gym rat. Right. Now, again, I hate to make <laughs> stereotypes <laughs> and, and assumptions, but but in, I think we've all dated or been with people that are gym yeah. rats uh-huh. and are like fitness people. <laughs> yeah. And that's their life. Yeah. Like seriously, like they drink shakes, they go to the gym, they know all the yeah, muscle groups. if you're groups, not into it, that stuff's the, boring. Yeah, the <laughs> deltoids and all this other stuff, like they know where all your glutes and deltoids <laughs> and triceps and and like they know all about that. It, it, again, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a, not fanatical exactly, but it is, it does really engulf them mm-hmm. in every in everything because they take everything into consideration. Oh, I can't eat that because whatever, right? I'm, I have to make sure that I go to the gym at 11 tomorrow. So That's like, no way to live. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I get it. You know, some people, whether it's religion or politics or whatever their hobbies are or whatever, whoever they, whatever makes them them, right? Yeah. But the, nevertheless, people sometimes are like that, that they could care less about other, they, they just really could. And if you make, uh, and I, like I said, I've learned this as a guy, whenever I have a conversation with somebody, if I make it more about them, mm-hmm. they're way more engaged yeah. than if I sit here and talk about myself. Yeah. And it was, and it was interesting because it was, <laughs> there was a, a conversation and this is a sidebar, but there was a conversation because sometimes you can see the women when they talk in uh-huh. the, in the, in the pods or whatever. Uh-huh. And you can tell one of them is talking a lot and the other one's just listening. Mm-hmm. And it like it's very lopsided because yeah. but the person that's listening, they're probably thinking, Oh, they're they're a great they're a great conversationalist. It's yeah. like, no. <laughs> you just remember because they're not saying anything. They're just letting you get all of your stuff out. Yeah. And as guys, I think as you get older, you learn that that's usually the best way. Like, especially if you come home. And your girl's having a bad day or whatever, mm-hmm. just let her go off, man. Just, just let yeah, her. we gotta get it out, man. I used to have a buddy. <laughs> 
I had a buddy of mine, and what he would do is, because uh, he had a long-distance relationship, and he would ask her a question like, hey, how was your day? And she would start going, and he would put the phone down, Aww. walk away, go get something, do something, whatever, and then come back, and she was still talking. And he'd be like, mm-hmm, yep. That's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> That's so mean. She didn't know any better. I know, she but didn't. like, what if she like later on, she's like, hey, remember when I told you this thing? He'd be like, no. I missed it, baby. I was so, I was just thinking about you so much uh, and I couldn't concentrate on your words. Uh, but, but but my point is that, right, is that if you let them talk, so SK did it right. Because mm. SK complimented her and started asking her about her. And then she gets all teary-eyed and mm. stuff. And then she, now all of a sudden, she's emotionally invested in this guy. Which I think guys sometimes miss. Mm-hmm. Again, don't get me wrong. I think women sometimes do want to hear about you. I've run into this a lot. Mm-hmm. That I'll be out on, a, I'll be out on a date with somebody. They start talking about themselves, and I'll just let them go on and go mm-hmm. on and go on and go on. And then they'll ask me a question, and I'll start talking. And then immediately they'll it goes right back to them. It goes right back to them, yeah. <laughs> and so, I, and I've learned that they're not really interested in me at that point. Yeah, they're just trying to be nice. They're like, "Well, I should yeah. ask you a question here and there." Yeah. Well, they, they, well, it's interesting because sometimes they'll say, "Like, I do want to get to know you." It's like, "Do you?" Because whenever I talk, you, you seem to be checked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. You know, like I, I, I don't care. I think most people have things that they want to whatever. But I'm telling you, the fastest way to a woman's heart is ask him about them. Just ask them about them. Mm. <laughs> And I'm telling you, it, it, it'll 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 create wonders for you. Yeah. It opens up a lot of doors for you. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I've learned that over my years is that they really aren't that interested in knowing about me. And even if they are, they're probably not going to like what I have to say anyway. So like, you know, whatever. Because mm. usually, and you can tell because whenever you talk about yourself and you talk about a certain situation that happened to you, uh-huh. immediately they're like, oh, well, that happened to me too. And then that, 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 that. But mine's better. Off. Here's why. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which it was never a competition, but I'm like, all right, cool. That's just the way humans are. Yeah. <laughs> there was like this uh, stand-up comedian where one time he was talking about how people always try to top each other. And he said like, whenever you, he's like, don't ever try to tell a when you, uh, a story about pulling two wisdom teeth, because the four wisdom teeth people will swoop down and be oh, like, yeah. I got two wisdoms. Like I got four pulled. Like they immediately <laughs> we always right. try to talk <laughs> each right. other. That's right. I stopped doing that a long time ago just because <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> but I, but I, I will say this, and here's the other important part. Um, whether you're a guy talking to a girl or a girl talking to a guy, if you really are genuinely interested in knowing what makes them tick, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. Like genuinely listen to what they're saying. And if you listen to what they're saying, it'll tell you it'll tell you what motivates them. Mm-hmm. It will tell you certain events in life that shape them, mm-hmm. uh, why they are the way they are. Um it, it just it reveals so much about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I was watching the greatest love story of all time, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> That's a beautiful that love story. That is the story. greatest. I'm always going to reference that because <laughs> you really have to look at that interaction between Lecter uh-huh. and Clarice. Uh-huh. And he wants to know her. Yeah. But he wants to know her for different reasons, right? But <laughs> yeah. you know, but but nevertheless, he 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 makes her tell him intimate details about her past. Mm-hmm. He forces her to do it because she wants something from him. Mm -hmm. So he's like, great, you want something from me. Mm -hmm. I want something from you. I want to know what makes you tick Mm -hmm. because he's fascinated by her. 
And I think genuinely he is fascinated by her. He's just forcing her to do something that she doesn't really want to yeah. do. But the point being is if you listen to it, and that's the whole premise. I mean, I don't know if it's a side story or if it was meant to be part of the because <laughs> they were trying to catch Buffalo Bill. But the point being was he knows what makes her ticks, right? At the very end, he's like, oh, you're trying to silence the lambs. That's mm-hmm. what motivates you. That's why you are the way you are. Mm-hmm. Your father being a police officer. And my point being is with any person whether you're talking to a guy or a girl, if you really genuinely listen, mm-hmm. you'll find out exactly what makes them tick. Yeah. And that's where things get really, really... Because now you know how to talk to them. Now you know how to interact with them. Mm-hmm. Now you know what may or may not trigger them as you move forward. Yeah. And it's going to be easier for you to... And if they do the same for you and they reciprocate... Man, it, it's really awesome then. You know what makes me think of how like women, we typically are way more observant like in a relationship. So like if you're dating someone for a long time, they'd be like, I know my man like the back of my hand, right? Like we pay attention to every little thing. Guys, typically not so much. So like <laughs> I could be in a long-term relationship with a guy that doesn't really know things about me that because so- it's crazy. <laughs> it's like... If I go to Whataburger and I order the same thing every single time, mm-hmm. they still don't. Like, what do you want to eat? I order the same thing every time. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I've been here five million times. I order the same thing. Like, we don't. They don't pay attention. They don't. They don't. I'm sorry. Fellas. I'm sorry. I don't. I, well, and it's not just fellas. Sometimes girls do too. Believe it. Yeah, or not. maybe. Believe but it or I, not. I know like every little. I know things that you don't like. You do like what you. It's just crazy, and I think that a lot of guys don't really pay attention to those little tiny things. Yeah. And that's why when like mm, they miss certain cues from their woman, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it's like if something's wrong with you, typically I can look at your face and be like, Jose, what, what is it? There's something, you know, whether you want to tell me or not. It might not necessarily be bad, but yeah. Well, no, but like you, you know, I'm just You guys have an intuition about it. Yeah. You guys are always, but see, women, women are, in my opinion, or or at least from what I can gather, just by looking at, you guys are built that way, Mm -hmm. right? Traditionally, you guys have been the caregivers, you have children and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. you're, you're kind of prone to what's the worst that can happen and how can I prepare for it? Right. If my baby is sick, what's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they, are they, you know, did they mess themselves? Are they hungry? Are mm-hmm. they, they got heartburn? Do they need to be burped? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know. <laughs> so you go through this laundry list of things that can make that baby feel better mm-hmm. because you can't talk to them. Right. Yeah. So you build up an intuition. And I think to a certain point, I'm sure and it happens even for dads. That you can kind of distinguish like, oh, okay, they need to be burped, right? Because they yeah, just got you, their cries are different. Yeah. You're already learning all so, that stuff. But so, I feel like moms are probably a little bit more observant. Yeah, like, they, you probably are. Dad's like, something's wrong <laughs> like, with the kid. But I think they're built that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys like, have to force it. <laughs> we really do because we don't, we, um, we will kind of go down, we're, we like to solve problems. Mm-hmm. And so when we come across a problem, we immediately try to fix it. Be yeah. like, okay, do this, do this. So we do the same thing. But it's just we're going to go down the laundry list of let's do this first. Like if your car isn't running, mm-hmm. first thing that you do is check the battery. Mm-hmm. Because if your battery's dead, then that's going to be the not even. But if you start tinkering around with a whole bunch of other stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. So you have like, okay, what's the, the least that I can do if it's the battery? Because that's the most common. You mm-hmm. go do that. And then after that, you check other parts of solenoids and starters yeah. and all this other stuff. But yeah, but that's just how we operate. Whereas you guys are more intuitive. Yeah. And sometimes you guys t- take that to an extreme because you're always thinking like, let's say you've been out to dinner mm-hmm. um, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I, 
I need to hurry up and get home and give my son a, his medicine or give my daughter her medicine or whatever, stuff like that. You know, like uh-huh. it, it's just even more, it goes further. Whereas guys are like, yeah, we'll do that when we They're get like, home. Yeah, I want to eat my burger. Like, <laughs> yeah. I ain't worried about the kids. And whatever <laughs> meal that you have all the time. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to get again? Oh. <laughs> switch it up, girl. Switch it up. But here's the other thing. And this is also an interesting observation that I've had for, um, you know, and I don't know if it's a woman thing, maybe it's a man thing too, predictability. Mm. There has to be a certain amount of predictability. And if you don't have that, people start getting really, really nervous. Yeah, of course. But I don't understand why. Well, because, (laughs) I mean, you don't want to be on a day-to-day thinking like you're going to be shocked by something. Like people don't like that feeling. It's going to make you anxious. And but I, you're going to get surprised. That's the whole point. I know, but I, I have been in a relationship with someone who is really impulsive and that is like, <laughs> man, it's hard. It's like, it wait, you hard. did what? Like, he's like, I'm not making those. He's like, well, I bought a yacht today or something. It's like, wait, what? Like, I don't know. Just yeah, crazy. but I think, but that's the thing. That's the balance, right? You don't want a guy that's too predictable and you don't want a girl that's too predictable, yeah. but you do want a little bit of. Little surprises yeah. are fun. And I would say for me, I think women tend to be more unpredictable for me. I think girls, y'all like the predictability mm-hmm. of it because it lets you plan things out and there's a certain comfort that comes with that. Uh-huh. Um, with guys, you just never know. We sometimes feel like, oh yeah, she's going to be doing that, but women are on a whole nother level when it comes to yeah. <laughs> It's, I don't know how to explain because I'm not saying that women are liars or anything like that. I'm just saying that y'all tend to do things sometimes that go outside the norm. And yeah. then and then we and then when we ask, like, why did you do that? It's like, I don't know. I just felt like doing it. Like, hmm, yeah. Okay. I think that for women, we have a lot of different, um, it's like the faces of Eve. You know what I mean? It's just like we have all these different um, little personality quirks sometimes and like I may do something that's like completely out of the norm and it doesn't feel weird to me but yeah if you know me you were like wait why did you but well even if like we're getting to know you like let's say I was getting to know uh somebody Mm -hmm. and we were talking let's say I've dated her you know like we've been together for a year so Mm -hmm. I got it I got to know her pretty good right Mm -hmm. at least what she is now and then I start asking about her past or she starts revealing about things that she did in the past and she might be like oh um, yeah, one time we went skinny dipping and, and it's like, well, I know you as being more conservative. Like, wait right. a minute, why did you do that? Like, <laughs> how did, how did, how did you, yeah. the, well, the person I know now do that back then? Yeah. And it's surprising because you're like, huh? Because then you have to retool your entire, what yeah. you think about her. So in the realm of possibility where before you said, oh, she would never mm-hmm. do that. And it's like, mm, have you ever asked? <laughs> So do guys typically stay more of who they always have been their whole life? Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. So I feel like that's a complaint. A lot of women that have been married for a long time, they'll say like, well, my husband, he's the same as he was when we first got married, meaning they, they're not growing, they're not maturing and things like that. Yeah, I think it's it's not about it's not about growth exactly. Sometimes it's more akin to... Um, how can I explain it? What I found when people do these little one-offs that they ordinarily wouldn't do, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if those are the type of... Because there's people that you can tell, hey, the stove is hot, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. And they won't touch it because it's hot. Right. And then there's people that you tell them, hey, don't touch the stove, it's hot. And they touch it just to see if it's hot or not. Yeah. And I think that's the personality trait. 
Now, the, the weird part about the people that would touch it when it's hot, even after they told them <laughs> that mm-hmm. it was hot, those are the people that scare you. Yeah. Because those are the people that are inconsistent. To your point, yeah. there's no predictability there. Right. Like they can do anything given in any situation. Yeah. Who knows what they're... That's what I'm saying. So when you think you know somebody and you're getting to know them, you've been together for a year and then you hear a story about their past. And I know it's their past, so you can't... Yeah. You have to be very careful in the judgments that you pass, but you do have to retool. Yeah. I think like, we all like to feel comfortable in our relationship. Yeah, like, but imagine that because now you're thinking, okay, I never thought she would have done that, but now I now I know that she does do that or has done that in the past. So now what else don't I know about her? And that's where you start going down this trail of... Oh, you don't go thinking like, okay, now we can skinny dip. Now that I know that you did that in your no. past. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, because, because um, now it there's an X factor that's involved now. Mm, mm-hmm. Now now you realize I really don't know that person. Mm. Like as much as I thought I did, I don't. And But guys don't like that? Like unpeeling that onion? It's not so much that they don't like it, but they're going to have to retool everything for you mm-hmm. because it's, that's... But that's, that's what I'm saying. Is that difficult for a man to retool like the way they oh, thought? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because again, to your point, we are not like that. So you want a woman that's predictable. Is that what guys want? It's not so much that it's predictable, but yeah, like you were talking about, guys don't usually go outside of that. Yeah. So they, it's few and far between, like the way they are, the way they are. Guys like routine. They don't like change. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, To a certain degree, right? Yeah. Yes. They do like, they do like a a constant, Mm -hmm. right? It's just the way things are. Even if they have, even if they're, let's say their toolbox is somewhat organized or mm-hmm. disorganized to somebody else, to them, mm-hmm. they know exactly where everything's at. Yeah. So it might look chaotic to you, but to me, I know exactly where I can go in and find it. But mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that later. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of going forward a little bit, uh, the other um, the other couple was Cole and Zainab. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's an interesting, that's an interesting dynamic because mm-hmm. Cole... Again, being playful, being that uh, happy-go-lucky, fun guy, kind of, you know, kind of go with the wind. Let's keep mm-hmm. the conversations light and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, Zainab is a little older. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. So I've, I was married to a flight attendant, so mm-hmm. I know that life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what's funny about that, though, because I know that life, she's making it sound very... Um, fancy. Not, yeah, fancy, glamorous is what yeah, I Yeah, she's like, we can go to Brazil for the day. <laughs> and it's like, mm, okay. I'll have some wine and this. Don't get me wrong, you can. You yeah. can. But the part that she's leaving out is the non glamorous part, which is you're probably going to have to fly non reserve, but they call it non rev, <laughs> which means you're going to fly on standby, which means there's that anxiety between that when you don't get a flight because yeah. maybe there's no available seats and then he can't go. And then the same thing on the way back. Mm-hmm. So it is a little nervous. Racking. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes you can use, you know, other things like they call them vacation passes and this, that, but they only give you so many. So anyways, my point is I know the ins and outs mm-hmm. <laughs> of dating a flight attendant and I'm telling you, it can be, it can be glamorous to a certain point, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And yeah. for him, he's loving that because he's like, oh yeah, we get to travel. Now, here's the only thing about that conversation that I'm listening to them talk, right? And I'm thinking... Is Cole the type of guy that can be by himself for long periods of time? Mm. And that's what Zainab should be asking herself yeah. as a flight attendant. Because it's like he's going to be alone 
for long stretches yeah. of time, and right? And he seems very social, so I could see <laughs> yes, he does. it would be really hard for him. Yes, he does. So that's why I'm just kind of like, okay, we'll see how that kind of plays itself out, right? Because... I don't know. It's such a weird connection for them too, because I, I don't know. Cole seems really immature and way too playful. Like you want a little bit of that, but like I don't know. And Zena, she seems like you said she's a little bit older, more mature. She feels like she's got her stuff together. I don't know. It'd be a weird. It's a weird combo. I mean, yeah, we, we wish him the best. Yeah, <laughs> but he did do that thing that. I would say people my age don't do anymore, where he says, do you want to be my girlfriend? Aww, that was sweet. Well, it made, me think of, it made me think of Shane from season two. It was like, I was like, is this going to be another Shane thing? It's like, will you be my girlfriend? But I want other girlfriends. I'm sorry. So here's the thing about that. It, don't get me wrong. A conversation does need to happen. Yeah. As, as adult people, you have to have that conversation of whether or not you're exclusive. But I think at a certain point you, yes, the term girlfriend still applies, but you don't ask him like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know the last time anyone has ever asked me that. It's just like, you, you just, you're just dating all of a sudden. You're just together. You're exclusive. We talked about this in the South. We don't say, we don't say that. You're just like well, three dates and it's like, yeah, we're. You'll introduce people as girlfriends and stuff like that. Yeah. But like to ask. Like, hey, yeah. do you want to be my girlfriend? I don't think I've had that conversation. Yeah. Uh, I've had the conversation, it went differently to say, okay, I'm not dating anybody else. Are you dating anybody else? And then they're like, no, I'm not. And it's like, all right, so we're exclusive, right? And yeah, okay, cool. And then that's that. Or the other thing, like you said, you just dated so long that you just kind of assume yeah. that we're exclusive because, you know, it is what it is. When you think of this one time I was dating this one guy, and we were dating for a while. I don't know how long it was. I'm going to lie and just say like six months. I don't remember. But we were talking on the phone one night and I said something and I called him my boyfriend. Like, and I said, oh, whoa, whoa. I know. I was like really embarrassed. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he was like, what are you sorry for? I was like, well, I said you're my boyfriend. He was like, well, that's okay. Aww. And that was like, I was like, did oh. that intentionally. <laughs> I really, it was you like that thing. It's like um, when I date people, I typically call them my friend mm. for like a long time. Mm. And so I kind of, I just like had this slip and then he was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. okay. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> Sure it was. A slip. I'm using air quotes. A slip. I get it. I get it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I thought I just thought that was kind of funny. And I was like, okay, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Dorks. He's just trying to lock it down. He want to make sure nobody else, you know, is, gets her. I, I, don't know. I don't know. Like like I said, don't get me wrong. I, I thought it was kind of cute, but I'm just I'm just thinking to myself, you guys are she's 31, you're 25. Come on, guys. I don't know. <laughs> That's not that's not how that conversation is going to go. And as you mature, yeah. I'm telling you, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Especially if you're in your 40s, like me, uh-huh. where like you've been through divorce and uh-huh. marriage and you know exes and all this. Trust me, that that part of it, it's yeah. We're, we're not gonna say, "You need my girlfriend." <laughs> I think you should. I think we should bring that back because it is cute. Well, you know, I think they should make it a law that you should date for like three years before you get married. <laughs> <laughs> the attorneys won't like it because they're making a bundle. But mm. what are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, just just a couple other things. Just want to talk about. It's just funny because uh, so Bartice, right after having that interaction with Raven 
basically decides he's going to let her go. Mm-hmm. And he wants to focus on the other girl that he's been having. Nancy. Romantic. Nancy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> what's funny about that or the observation that I made is he's... He's talking to the guys. Mm-hmm. So he's just sitting around there talking. And SK is also liking Raven too. Mm-hmm. So it, that was kind of a weird conversation because he knew. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's there mm-hmm. and Andrew likes Nancy. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of like the same girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a love quartet. Yeah. Something. I don't know. It's like, like five of them involved in that. But nevertheless, Bartise does this thing where he was he felt a little, I don't know, because he went in there to break up with Raven. Mm-hmm. Sort of right, and Raven seemed to be okay with it. Yeah, and that's the she's part like, that, I don't like you anyway. <laughs> well, that's, but that's the part that, like, it, I don't know who he was fooling. Like, he was having that conversation, but he was trying to break up. I, maybe he thought that it was going to go different, and he thought that she was going to say, "Oh no, no, let's give it a shot." And she was like, eh, "I'm good, bro." You know what I mean? Yeah, he looked very disappointed. <laughs> like, that's it. It's for someone like Bartiz who is very attractive. Yeah. I am sure it's difficult for any woman to be like, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure women like <laughs> fall all over him all the time. He's not used to that. I, I guess, but they, but still, nevertheless, it's like, what was your plan, bro? If you if you really did like her, then why play the game? Yeah. And if you were gonna break up with her and she was okay with it, why are you so surprised? Because isn't that the outcome you wanted in the first right. place? Unless you were playing a game. But nevertheless, the, what was funny is he does the same thing that every one of us do, where he still kind of feels a little rejected himself, even right. though he's the one that initiated the conversation. But he's telling all the other guys, no, 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 Nancy's the one that I want. Mm-hmm. I want Nancy. Like, I want Nancy. Like, I just want to be with Nancy. I want to be. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, you do now because yeah. there's no more, no other choice. But you know what I mean? Yeah, if it's a Nancy, why are you crying that Raven doesn't want to listen to your story and she's doing jumping jacks? Like, why are you all upset, bro? Exactly, exactly. But it's just funny to see like guys do that and and just it's funny to see him convince himself. Right. And and, and I'm not saying it's that he's lying to himself, but he is really trying to We all do it to protect our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do. It's just like when a breakup and it's like, man, I didn't like him anyway. Like, it never would have like worked. in reality, but, I was going to break up with her uh, first, but you know, she I'm gave way me a walk too good <laughs> Can I ask you a quick question about this show that I was curious because I saw a lot of couples breaking up. Did that happen before? I feel like in the other seasons, I don't remember them going to people and say, hey, I'm sorry, but I don't want to be, I don't want to pursue you anymore. I don't remember that happening before. No, no. If anything, they were trying to keep their options open. Exactly. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a lot of breakups this season. It felt, I was like, this is strange. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, uh, maybe they didn't show it in the first one. I don't know. Cause I'm, you know what I was interested in aside from that mm. was I wonder what the other conversations, cause there's a lot of footage I'm sure of yeah. the couples that didn't make it. Right. What did they sound like? Why didn't they... Like, I'm always curious about that. Like these people that you see briefly. Uh-huh. You're like like oh, the yeah. girl that doesn't want to be on top because it's too much work. <laughs> she didn't like, last we, very we long. We all got our quirks. If we she was telling quirks. every guy that, that's the reason you didn't get picked. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, but um, yeah, you do see a lot of those. And I think, I don't know why that is the case. But I mean, eventually they have to choose people. I like the fact that that there are, that they're being forthcoming and being yeah. like, okay, look, I'm choosing you. And then either they, they say yes or no or yeah. whatever. And I'm, I like that. Yeah. Though. The Texan in me is like, well, <laughs> like Texas people were more upfront. Like we're more, you know what I mean? Cause I think it's really good. I think it's good to say like, I'm not feeling you anymore or I like someone better just 
you know, make that cut. Yeah. And I'm like, is it a coincidence that we're here in Dallas? People in Texas are like, you know, we say what we feel. Yeah, maybe that's... Uh-huh. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> but uh, but I'll just leave it at this. Um, and so we talk about it in the next episode. But Matt, um, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, the, the couples that actually see each other again, Nancy and Bartiz, and I believe Matt and... Um, Colleen. Colleen see mm. each other because they get engaged and mm. they're all happy and bleh. It's all the same thing of the guy just like <laughs> mauling the women. A girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you've been living with a bunch of guys for a long time, it's I'm telling you. It's just a few days. It's, it's not a, a long time. It's a lifetime. For a 20-year-old man, it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime. Let me tell you something. And I'm 46 and I'm, I'm, I feel I consider myself very lucky that my libido is still intact and like it's still, the drive is still there because I'm telling you, there are certain guys that I know that at a certain point in life, it less, it becomes less and less important. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like to be, you know, I remember what it was like to be a young man. And I'm pretty active now. I can't even imagine when I, when I was a young man. I don't know. It's, I don't know. And I would imagine that y'all girls like that too. Don't you want to be desired? Don't you want to be wanted? Don't you want to be I'm just saying after? it's just a few days. I don't, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's not that long. <laughs> Fair enough. I stand by that. <laughs> Fair enough. But, um, but yeah. So we'll um, we'll discuss the next episode, but this one was very um, it was interesting. I'm always interested to see how young people yes. and I sound old when I say it, but <laughs> the youngs, ah, just how young folk interact and just the conversations are different than the conversations that I had. Some of the some of the conversations are the same, you know. And again, with like kids and marriage and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's much different when you're older. Yeah. The conversation when you're getting to know one another, it's it's like how many grandkids do you have? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the conversation that you have at that point. So I'm in that one. So they need to do a Love Is Blind, yeah, the old folk version. Because yeah, you could be a grandpa very soon. I, I would I would say this. I bet you if they did a, a a Love Is Blind old or not old, but let's say mature version, <laughs> that one would work. I guarantee you that one would work. Yeah, that one would work because they would know each other. Yeah, and you the, a lot of the BS that you see the guys doing and the girls doing, they wouldn't be able to get away with it. Not mm. with the not with a more mature person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like who are you who are you trying to play? Man? Yeah, Come their BS now. detectors are way better. So <laughs> dating when you're older is harder, is what it sounds like though. No, for the guys, <laughs> you can't fool the women. It's like we've seen it all. I mean, you know, this ain't we're trying to fool them, but you know. Well, and we'll get into it because of how Andrew is. Uh-huh. So you know, because that's 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 the other part. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get to we didn't get to touch on that one a little bit, but um, but I will. Man, we just we're running out of time. But <laughs> but I'll just say this much: one thing, and there's a disconnect between what people say and what people hear, mm-hmm. even though it's the same conversation. With Andrew and Nancy, Andrew's talking about all the travels mm-hmm. and all the exotic places and trying to impress her, obviously, mm-hmm. which she is. But I think what she's also hearing is he's going to be gone all the time. Yep. <laughs> yep. It backfired on him to be like, I'm a man well, of the world. <laughs> well, you know, we could talk about it in the next one. We'll open up with that because that's how the, the next episode opens up. But but yeah, we'll, we'll de- do a deep dive into that one. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, really good conversation. Yay. I appreciate it. Good and, to see uh, you. Yeah. Until the next time. Okay, bye. All right, bye.